Hey, I'm Brett, this is Desiree, and you're watching The Engage Life right here on The Engage Network. Well, hey, we are coming at you from right here, and you're watching <laughs> from wherever you are on YouTube, Facebook. You might be listening on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you are. Welcome to the party that is known as the Engage Life. My name is Brett, and this is Desiree, a.k.a. The Boss, or a.k.a. The Mic Dropper, a.k.a. That's all I got. But uh, (laughs) what we do here is Uh we understand that our faith has to be pulled out of just a Sunday experience. It's not just about the vibes and the tingles. It's what do we do on Monday all the way through Saturday when real life hits. So this is talking about real faith for real life. Everyday kind of stuff. Unpacking where we are on Sundays and where we're going to be heading all throughout the week. Now, if you come to Engage Church, hey fam, welcome to the party. If you're new and you're joining us and you're doing an Engage group watch party, no matter where you are hello so good to have you with us but today we're talking about something exciting always exciting a little something that you've entitled Mm -hmm. trust issues so we're talking about (laughs) trust Mm -hmm. what does it mean to trust trust people Mm -hmm. and trust god yeah so this comes out of a place for me usually anything that we talk about comes out of stuff that we're living or have lived or are currently so who don't you trust dun 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 But I think it's so important to talk about because everything that we've talked to up to this point also kind of encompasses the idea of trust. And do you trust God? And Mm. can you trust the people around you? You know, we're talking about dreams. Do you actually trust God with your dreams? Do you trust that he's going to take you where you need to go? And can you or do you trust the people around you to support and encourage and walk with you in the way that is most helpful and beneficial for you? So I think it's all encompassing and it's, it's an important topic. Okay. So why don't we start out with trusting people? Mm -hmm. Because I think everything in life comes down to relationships and money. Yep. (laughs) And every relationship is impacted by money and every relationship's success could be probably determined by the level of trust that's found in it. Yeah, it's true. Trust is a big thing. Mm -hmm. And trust in and of itself is a form of currency, right? You acquire more trust. There's there's more grace. There's more freedom. There's no all these kind of things that are given in the context of a relationship where there is a lack of trust. There's Mm -hmm. a there's a lack of freedom. There's a lack of grace. There's a lack of understanding. So like you Mm -hmm. kind of you can accrue trust. Trust becomes a currency. And what I would like to add to that, because that's so good that you pointed that out, because I think we actually have to understand what trust really is. I think Mm -hmm. sometimes we give it kind of a different definition. a skewed definition based on our experience, but we need to actually understand and know what trust is. So if you're going to define it, dictionary says trust is a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. Another word for it would be confidence, that you have confidence in someone or something. And what I love about what you just said with trust being currency is currency is something you have to work for. Trust goes the same way. Trust is something that has to be earned. It has Mm -hmm. to be worked for. It has value. Wow. And we have to kind of frame that when we're looking at people and at God and how we view him. (laughs) Or. (laughs) That's a new one. I like it. I mean, we we got to keep it interesting right here. (laughs) So I guess when we're looking at the topic or the idea of trust and trusting someone, putting Mm -hmm. your trust in someone and your confidence in Mm -hmm. someone, we've looked at the definition of what it is, Mm -hmm. and we also have to consider what it is not so that Uh, we clearly have a picture 
to, to work with. The school of what not to do. What not to right. do. And a couple of things that I've learned yeah. over the years is that trust can be misplaced. It can mm. be put into the wrong hands. It's something that is valuable. It's like currency. It actually matters. And I think it can be very easily given out to the wrong people. I also think that one big thing, at least for me, is when you're in relationship with people, people hurt people. It happens all the time. And we live in a world where we have to deal with that and we have to, God calls us to forgive. So we have to take a step in those situations and we have to talk things through and we have to learn how to forgive so our heart stays in the right place. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times what happens when we're dealing with forgiveness is that we connect forgiveness and trust and we say they fall in the same vein and they come as a package deal, which is not true at all. Forgiveness is something that we choose to do. It has nothing to do with the other person and the right that they have or what they get to hold on to. Sure. It's entirely up to us and the state of our heart and our ability to let it go to Jesus. But that doesn't mean when I have forgiven someone that I automatically owe or need to put my trust back in them. Right. Because forgiveness is a requirement. It's Mm -hmm. a call. It's being obedient. But trust is earned. Mm -hmm. Trust is earned. It's not something that just needs to come naturally, come quickly. It needs to be worked back. So I forgive somebody. They've hurt me. They've broken the trust. Whatever our relationship looked like, Mm -hmm. it's broken now. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is I don't have to turn around tomorrow. I can forgive them. Mm -hmm. They don't have to re-enter life back at the same level they were at. No, they don't. And I'm not saying that means necessarily completely pulling apart and being non-existent relationship anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that. Obviously, that depends on the circumstance and the situation and what's going on and what's healthy and what's not healthy. There's a whole lot of layers that play into that. But if you have been in a situation where you've been hurt and you've had to forgive someone and you're still willing and you want to still love this person and this person wants relationships and wants to hold on to that friendship or whatever it is and they're willing to put the work in, it just sometimes takes time before you can give everything back again. What you're saying is we need to create a roadmap for restoration. That's good, yeah. Right? So I like that. So that there's a plan, but we can articulate it Mm -hmm. so we can have steps so that people know. Because I think what happens is we like put people in like relationship purgatory Yeah. where we just like hold them at arm's length and we're like, oh, you can't get any closer. And no matter what they do, they can't get closer. Closer. Yeah. So we have to watch ourselves. We do. You know, thinking about Proverbs 4, quoting King Solomon, the wise king to walk mm-hmm. the face of the earth, mm-hmm. guard your heart above all else yes. for it determines the course, the direction of your life. Yeah. I think guarding your heart comes in two ways. I think we take it as very protectionary. Mm-hmm. Guard my heart so that you can't hurt me again. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put up all these boundaries. I'm going to put up these walls. You stay over there. Which I'll is, stay over yeah, here. Yeah. And it's actually counterintuitive to what God calls us to do. But so yes. The other way we got to guard our heart is guarded against the root of bitterness. that yes. comes up from within us. Yeah. You know, Throw it over there to Hebrews chapter 12, talking about taking out that root of bitterness. Yeah. Uh, when we think about that, the best way that we could guard our heart is to have a redemptive pathway for somebody else, mm-hmm. to have this roadmap that they could come back. Yeah. Now, I also want to say this. They might be on a journey back to restored trust, mm-hmm. but if at times they're not hitting their checkpoints, mm-hmm. they don't advance. Yeah. There has to be caution. But unless you've got a plan, unless it's been communicated, how can anyone know? It's not yeah, right to leave them in true. purgatory. It's true. But it's also not right to just pass them through mm-hmm. every level mm-hmm. and let them back into your life so they can hurt you again. You're able to guard yourself mm-hmm. by letting them out of the prison that you place them in. Mm-hmm. 
on a redemptive pathway. Yeah. And you're also able to guard yourself by giving them a pathway. So you're protecting yourself against unforgiveness, against bitterness, but you're also uh, protecting yourself from hurt and from pain. And what I would say too, just to kind of encapsulate that, it also depends on the other party. Sure. So it's us, but it's also the other party. And if there is no desire or acknowledgement of anything, you know, like there has to be, we create the pathway, but someone actually has to want to work back for it. There has to be a desire. There has to be that foundation for all of it to work. Can we shift gears for a minute? Let's talk about trusting God. Yeah. We were talking about dreams, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people can relate with that whole... I want to like chase my dream and I yeah. want to live my dream. Do I trust God through each stage? Is yeah. it supposed to be hard? Yes. yes. Anyways, <laughs> through every season we need to trust him. Mm-hmm. And we trust him when it's good and it's bad and it's ugly. Yeah. Oftentimes when it's really good, we stop trusting him. We start trusting ourselves. Yeah. Oftentimes when it starts getting bad, we get ugly because we don't like him, even though he mm-hmm. said, yeah, I'll never leave you or forsake you. And the yeah. only one that screwed it up was probably you. So... <laughs> Let's talk about trusting God. Yeah. Well, I think the first thing to recognize is a lot of times our ability to trust God or our desire or how we even perceive trusting God usually correlates with our experience with people. Oh. And so a lot of times we struggle to trust God because we've been hurt Mm -hmm. or broken or we've been betrayed by people and we automatically carry that over to God, except that we have to remember that he is not. Yes. And, you know, he is completely trustworthy. Right. And so what I would say to that, that I've been thinking about a lot is if there is an area that you are struggling to trust God with, Mm -hmm. I would suggest that that is probably an area or a character or something about God that you actually don't know about him. Because he has, a tra- he has, girl is on fire. He, he has a perfect track record. Mm-hmm. He has laid it all out to show us who he is, how much he loves us, and how he provides for us in every single area of our lives. Wow, it's all there and it's all laid out. So I would suggest that if there's an area that we are struggling to trust him with, that is an area that you just don't know him mm. well enough in, because we trust what we know and we trust who we know, right. and that's why relationship. You know, when we're talking about people, is so important. We trust deeper and bigger when we know someone well and they have that proven track record but actually god has that already so as you're building your relationship with him he's Mm going to literally say hey why don't you take a step forward which Mm -hmm. is a step of faith Faith. which is you take like which you actually trusting in him yeah and saying hey i've never been here before i Mm -hmm. don't know you in this way in this one area but Mm -hmm. what i do know is that you've got a proven track record through my life through the life of my friends my family through scripture yeah so i can trust your track record yeah and if you're struggling yeah Start reading. That's what I would say. So start like, reading. what do I start reading? Start like a magazine or? <laughs> start reading his word because it's literally littered from cover to right. cover with his proven track record sure. and his desire to provide and to love and to serve and to like all mm-hmm. the things. Every area that you could be concerned about. Right. Is already been covered. So in Hebrews 11, mm-hmm. there's this whole chapter where it says, by faith, this person did this. By yeah. faith, this person did this. By faith, this person. Yeah. And if you've read that as a Christian, you're like, oh, well, all these people did something by faith. Like, I want to live by faith. They I want to do so something big for God. And they just did these amazing things. Yeah. First of all, don't live to do something for God. Live to know God and yeah. know that if you know God, all yeah. the things for him will come out of that yeah. relationship. Hey, hey. 
Uh, not only you can drop the mics, anyways, <laughs> but we put so much pressure on ourselves to buy faith, buy faith. Let me let me break this down how this actually works in real life, okay? Yeah. So I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna take a step of faith. I'm gonna be bold. I'm gonna be courageous. I'm gonna like take new territory, do something new. I'm gonna live my dream, live the dream, live a mm-hmm. God dream. Is this a God dream? Yes, it is. We're gonna live it. I take that bold step. What I'm doing is I'm trusting. Yeah. Now you might call it a step of faith. I call it trusting because by faith is like, yeah, I did it by faith. By faith is what you say after you've done it when you're telling the story later. Hindsight. When you're trusting, when you take that first step of faith, trust feels like holding on for your life. Oh, dear Jesus, am I going to make it tomorrow? So when you're in the midst of it, you're trusting, (laughs) holding on for your life. Am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? When you're done and you're telling the story later, like, yeah, no, I totally like I did it by faith. Yeah. Don't like look down on yourself like, well, like it feels like I'm just holding on for your life. That's what trust feels like. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. We think we've got to be just like calm and we've got to be all put together and we got to have it all figured out. That's not right. actually what trust is. <laughs> so not everyone can be you. Oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> That's not true. That's not, <laughs> not even true. But I would also say this. I think when we're considering God, I think also trust and obedience come hand in hand. Sure. So if he calls us to something and we choose to be obedient, you're trusting. Even if you don't feel it, even if you don't feel confident in it, even if you don't feel amazing, if you're just following him in one obedience step one step at a time, you are putting your trust in him because you're being obedient. Yeah. Simple. Simple, but not easy. Hey, I'm <laughs> I'm Brett. This is Desiree. That's Libby over there behind the camera. Thank you so much for joining us. This is The Engage Life.